to Life Goes On Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. So happy that you tuned in. Um, If you are a new listener, welcome to our channel. Welcome to who we are. Thanks for joining this journey. If you are a returner, we appreciate you. We see you and you matter to us. Welcome to Life Goes On Podcast. Yes, we are your go-to young professional survival guide. So this is where we talk about all things relationships, career, self-development, and more. It's your girl, Brandy, y'all. And it's Jitsi, Jude, Judy, whichever one you want to call me today. So what are we talking about today, Jude? Yes, so this is going to be an interesting topic because um, personally, I was struggling with answering some of these questions. (laughs) Um, Just so you all know, like when we prepare for some of these topics slash all of them, we set out certain questions and um i was struggling with answering these questions myself so this is going to be a good conversation (laughs) about setting boundaries setting those healthy boundaries yeah yeah how to set those boundaries and just kind of talk about our experiences with boundaries period exactly exactly so um let's just start by talking about what boundaries mean to us like Jude how would you define boundaries yeah so when I was thinking about it I was like the first I think the first thing that came to mind was Mm -hmm. personally for me boundaries is a way to set limits in order to protect myself right so that can be emotionally spiritually mentally physically but when I think about boundaries I think about you know that personal bubble right that's the first thing that comes to mind that personal bubble and you said that because you don't want anybody to pop your bubble. Um, and so I was like, okay, that's what I think about when I think about boundaries, you know, protecting myself because I'm in that bubble. How about you? Girl, that's exactly how I would define it. <laughs> it's just being clear about, you know, your, your limits. I think that's what really boundaries are. Clear about your limits, what you allow, what you don't allow. Um, And setting boundaries for yourself, it can be like a really hard process. So we're going to kind of talk through setting boundaries in the workplace, Mm -hmm. setting boundaries in relationships, in Mm -hmm. friendships, and with your family, especially your Haitian family. Amen. So let's start with in the workplace. So Jude, how do you set boundaries for yourself when you're at work, in your career, what does that look like? Yeah, so I think the first thing for me that I think about when I set boundary is I personally do not, like, I don't take work home with me. Like, I think that's the first boundary that I set where, you know, I, like, once I'm off work, I'm off work. Please don't talk to me about work. Please don't oh mention the work. Brandy knows this. Like, I just, I'm going to talk to you about it tomorrow during the work hours, right? And for me, that's a way to kind of just, Stay somewhat sane. Um, another thing is for me with the boundaries is um, I don't necessarily automatically assume that the people that I work with are my friends. Yes. Like, yes, I work with you. I am cordial with you at work. Uh, I have a great relationship with you at work. But mm-hmm. that automatically mean that we're going to be best friends outside of work. There are obviously those people who, when you meet them at work, and if you hang out with them outside, they can definitely 
become those great friends for you but yeah. that's not everybody right so for me i definitely have a limit to like a cap i'm a very hard cap to you know work people work is work and like outside is outside right and sometimes i don't like to kind of mush that together and i think people can often assume off the bat that i'm that type of person who likes to have friends outside because i'm very friendly and i know that i'm very friendly i'm very open i'm very mm -hmm. work and so i think people automatically assume that if i do that in the workplace like i'm automatically be like that with you outside but that's not the case and i think okay <laughs> <laughs> I think a handful of people learned that this year where it was like real well, quick not good to be outside it's like no <laughs> not at all <laughs> how about you those are like I have those boundaries too like I don't like when people try and talk to me about personal stuff that's not related to work at work like my personal life you know we're not friends we're co-workers that's all it is that's all we're going to talk about Exactly. And, I'm work and I'm working on it. And you know this, because Jude will yeah. come at me. She'll be like, why, why are you looking at that email? And I, I just like to look at the email and then put it like, I'm not preparing myself for what I'm walking into the next day. If I see it, I'm just going to look at it if it looks important. And Jude always comes at me. So I'm working on it. You yeah. know, not, you know, answering emails after work hours. Um. Because I think that sets, like, a tone, you know, too. If you're responding to stuff outside of work, people are going to expect you to keep that up. And, you know, so just establish the boundaries of this is the time that I'm in the office and prioritize your work while you're there. Another thing is, like, not to, like, work through my lunch break. Because sometimes if I have a lot to do, I'll just try and, like, work through my lunch break. And just mm -hmm. No. Yeah. No. One of my biggest boundaries in work, though, is not accepting tasks that aren't in my job description. Mm. I try to pull a fast one on you and, you know, have you take on other things that aren't a part of your job description and then you end up doing something that's completely that you can okay. even sign up for. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I really try and do that and know what I bring to the table and not accepting less than that. So, you know, don't give me tasks to just like, pass the time you know yeah. actually give me tasks that showcase what I can do and what I was hired for so keep your job description on hand like I have it saved I always refer back to it I'm like that's not on my job description this mm -hmm. is on my job description I forgot that was on my job description let me go handle that so that's that's kind of a big one for me so so what would be your advice if if someone was looking at their job description, right, and they were like, oh, this is not in my job description, but they're asking me to do this. What yeah. is your advice on how to have that conversation with, whether it is your supervisor, whether it's your mm -hmm. coworker, like someone else in the sense, in a, a respectful way, but in a way to be like, this is the boundary I set, you know? Yes, some things make sense for me to do outside my job description to gain more knowledge, but like, this is the boundary that I set. Yeah, so... First of all, I would say you have to have a really good relationship with your supervisor. So people who aren't necessarily my supervisor giving me tasks, those are kind of things that are like extra that I can do if I want to, but that's not really like a part of my job. Like I have no responsibility to you if you aren't my supervisor. 
to be completely honest. Yeah. And so having a good relationship with your supervisor so you can talk about, because they'll always ask you if you want to take something on. They, they don't necessarily usually just Give it to you. throw things at you. Mm-hmm. So you the opportunity. And I think sometimes there's a pressure to always be saying, you know, yes, I can do that. Of course I can do that. Um, so I just talked through, you know, like, is there a way that we can delegate this? So like for me, like I supervise an intern. So I'm like, maybe our intern can handle this or um, things right now. I don't know if that's the best fit for me or this doesn't work with my career goals right now. So like maybe that's different. So that's, yeah. So I usually say like, um, I think it would be, be like always offering something different, not showing that like, it's not that you're lazy and don't want to do it. Yeah. It's just like, it's really, that's not what I signed up for to do. Yeah. I think so, that, that's a smart one. It's not in my career goals. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Always okay. have reasoning why. That's good. That's, that's good. That. Drop the knowledge. <laughs> so, how about friends? Like, how do you set boundaries with your friends? Or do you even have boundaries with your friends? Ooh, girl, I've been trying to work on this because I just, like, I like to be there for people, right? Yeah. But I think with friends, like, time spent together that I've been trying to set boundaries for, like, just because you call me right now doesn't mean I have to answer right now. Just because you sent me that text right now, that I'm really great about the text. Like, just because you texted me doesn't mean I have to text you right this second. I text you, you know, when I'm ready to have that conversation with you or ready to talk to you. And I think people think that they're entitled to an answer. Yeah, they're entitled to my time because they're my friend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think it's important for you to be able to distinguish, like, boundaries of yourself of, like, what's important. Like, does this need to be answered right now? Can it wait? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think setting boundaries of, like, my time because I think friends expect a lot sometimes. For sure, for sure. I I agree with that. I think when I was thinking about the boundaries that I've set with friends in general, I think I think I've let like certain people, certain friendships, I should say, have more leeway with me than others. Um, in the sense of like my best friend, I think like boundaries in general. I think I I want to say like there's no boundaries where it's like, but I think since there's no boundaries, we understand each other where, you know, she understands when I need time, right? And like, I need to breathe or like, I need a moment and vice versa. Like, I know, I feel like we can sense each other out, but I think also we're honest with each other enough to be like, hey, like, I need a moment. I'm gonna get back with you. Um, Or, you know, I need you to talk, I need to talk to you right now type of thing. So, but others, uh, I think others, I think sometimes I can come off as like, I can't say this word on the radio, um, but sometimes I can come off as a, you know, to, you know, boundaries, right? In a sense where like, I, I know for a fact, I'm not the best at communicating boundaries. I know that. And I can come off as like, I'm not going to text you right now. Like, I just won't text you. I just won't answer. I just won't call. And for me, that's like, okay, my boundary is I'm not going to talk to you right now. You know, but 
I definitely need to work on that. I know, y'all, I need to work on it. I'm working on it. But I think I've realized I do that because I can let too many people have too much say on, like, where my time goes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because if I'm similar to you, like, I'm someone who's very open, I'm very caring, like, I have no problem... If you need me right now, like I will get, I will drop everything in order to hear you. I will drop this. I will drop even my own issues that I'm dealing with to hear you out. And so, for me, like I, I, my boundaries with friends is like very wishy washy. It's either very extreme, where like you know not to text me X, Y, and Z, or you know not to contact me, or you know, or like very, you know, the other way where it's like you can literally do whatever and I'll be okay. So like. I think I'm working on communicating that middle piece with my friends. Yeah. Do you think some people, like, deserve an explanation, though? I think some people do, depending on the relationship. Mm. But, because, like, when I, with that question, when I'm thinking about it, it's like, you know, with my best friend, right? You know, I will give an explanation because I feel like, I respect her enough to be like, hey, like, I need some moment. I need a moment, right? But I don't have to give her an explanation because I feel like she'll know, like, my boundary's been reached. Or, you know, if I'm crossing a boundary for her, like, she'll be able to let me know right away, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, also, like, someone like you. Like, I feel like you sense enough where it's like, oh, okay, Jude is not talking right now. All right, so I'm just not going to answer her. I'm not going to text her. It's okay. Yeah. But but I think other people, it's like some friends I don't want I don't I feel like I don't have to give an explanation. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you give people or you have to give people an explanation? Yeah, I feel like I've been conditioned to think that I need to and then I've been learning that like I don't have to and if mm-hmm. you think it that way. But I think with some friends, like for example with you, like I've come to learn that like when your when your limits are like there and I'm like, okay. Oh, steer clear, steer clear. But <laughs> there are times where I'm like, okay, just like, just like say that it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I try and do that. I'll be like, Jude can't really talk right now. Mm-hmm. Or like you'll try and do the same. So I think that's important with like certain people. Like, you know, and you know your friends too. Like you know, yeah. Or at least like you're not should. intentionally ignoring you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you you know that. But like sometimes I'm like. You know, just tell me, even if you're not doing nothing important, just say that. <laughs> <laughs> just say it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. And especially now with, like, quarantine and stuff like that, I think people think, oh, like, people are available all the time. And it's like, no, I'm yeah. not. And, you know, another boundary for me is, like, don't FaceTime me, like, unexpectedly. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, don't do that. No, unless unless you're like my closest circle, don't do it because you did not schedule an appointment appointment with me on FaceTime, so I'm not answering. That is so true, and I didn't I think that, that was like a boundary of mine, but that's so true. That's a different from a call. Like you're all up in my face. You don't know what I'm doing. You don't know where I am. You don't know what I look like. Don't do it. That's so rude. That's, I think for me, even a call, like even a call, will like startle me. Like oh. No, this is not the time, right? What? I, no, because like there's certain people I'm like, I'll look at the number and I'm like, all right, cool. Like obviously I can talk right now. Like obviously I'll drop something right now. 
yeah. there are other people who it's like, what do you, why are you calling me? Can you right. text me? Can you, <laughs> can you ask me what I'm doing before you call me? Because what if I'm not doing something that I want you to call me in? You know, but I hear that. Wow. Right, right. But I, for me, like, there are certain people, like, I won't just call. Like, I'll ask them what they're doing and I'll schedule time with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, for example, with you, I'm like, Jude, what are we doing? Call anytime. Mm-hmm. Answer the phone. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it a depends lot. on the person. It depends on the person and, like, um, and all of that. Like, I'll schedule a time. Because that's so invasive. Like, stop. It's like, and then the person gets upset if you don't answer their FaceTime. And that's on you because no one told you to call me at an inopportune time. No one told you to do that. <laughs> what about, I feel like the same goes with relationships for that one though. Like what are some other boundaries that you have when it comes to romantic relationships? Okay. So remember how in the beginning I said I was writing down these questions and like some of these answers were difficult for me to answer. Yeah. Um, this is one of them was very difficult for me to answer because mm-hmm. as of now, I feel like personally, I still don't know my boundaries when it comes to relationships. And Mm -hmm. I say this because, and I'm being honest with you all, is I've had, you know, different types of relationships, different, with different people. And I've realized that certain relationships, like I've changed my boundaries or quote unquote, what would be my boundaries, depending on the person or how the person reacts to me or how they act towards me. And Mm -hmm. so... I think I'm still trying to understand personally what my boundaries are because as someone who is very, very open-ish, I would say open-ish, but when it comes to romantic relationships, I'm very vulnerable, you know, and like I don't mind letting that, that kind of wall go down and like once I'm attached to you, I am attached for real and like I'm an extremist because I'm a Gemini, so like you know when hey, I hop, when for I, all of us. girl relax when I fall for you like I fall for you right okay I'm a Gemini cancer and so my fall for you type comes Thank from you. my cancer side right <laughs> and so I've realized that um in different ways I have changed my boundaries or what was supposed to be my boundaries and so I'm still trying to understand personally like what are those limits right what are those ways that i do not want someone to cross or like i need to protect myself in this situation right so i think that was the biggest thing that was hard for me to like write down or even think about because i'm overall still trying to understand like what does that mean for me that's so interesting because that's like the one category where my boundaries were like super really yeah Mm. that was the one category yeah so what are your strict boundaries girl I have a few, right? So one, I would have to say straight up, PDA is like a boundary for me. Like, mm. no. And that's the same thing with like, just like if I didn't, you know, say that you could touch me, don't touch me. Like I didn't, like I'm super strict and so you want them to ask you? You want them to ask you if they can touch you? Or have or a like, you'll know, like, you'll see my body, like, my body language, you know what I mean? Like, don't just, like, go and... <laughs> Randy, you have to encourage a conversation, girl. Do I sound no. crazy? You do. No, I... You asked me a question. 
You asked me a question, okay. I answered it for real. How do I, how do I sound crazy? Because basically you're expecting them to read not only your body language, but your mind, bro. You're expecting them to read your mind. That's what I'm saying. A conversation on your, like, limits of, in within you talking about PDA, you know, you can mention that. I do. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you would have like a conversation. No, I don't assume that people should know that. Okay, good. No, I always have a conversation about it. Like, you know what I mean? So, so they know to look at exactly. your body language exactly. before and like there are certain things that your body's giving off that I don't want you to hold my hand or exactly. you know, I don't want you to kiss me on the cheek right now. Okay. Exactly. So like I never assume like I always I always explain it to people first. So people know. You know what I so, mean? So would you be mad if your man's wanting to hug or like kiss you, right? And they asked you, can I kiss you right now? Or if they just leaned in, would, would you be mad if they just leaned in for a kiss? If you were in public? You can see my body language. Like you can, you can see. You but what if they misread, what if they misread your body language? I'll push, I'll put myself away. Mm-hmm. I have no problem doing that. That's not a problem. That's so That's that's not that's not a problem at all. Like, like if I'm not comfortable with something, and I think as women sometimes we're like, we think that we just have to like deal with whatever comes our way, and I'm just not I'm not about it. So that's, that's why right. I stay as boundaries. Okay. So when it comes to just me myself, my body, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing I have is. Same, same with like, they're like, my life doesn't revolve around you. Um, so that's another big boundary that I have. And then one unhealthy boundary that I used to have was that I would have my guard up thinking that like, you know, this is like an effective boundary. Like, you know, I'm keeping my emotions in. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's healthier to have the boundary of like, I'm going to work, mm-hmm. you know, trusting you and allowing you into my life i feel like that's a healthy boundary instead of saying you know i'm gonna have my guard up and you know you're not gonna get into anything about me oh that's interesting yeah that's actually really interesting yeah now that you talk about it i feel like hmm, boundaries too you're just i feel like i do because like one thing is that i also don't like pda however like i'm open to having conversation about like if my significant other enjoys PDA, right? Having a conversation about where my limit to PDA is, right? Um, right, think, no, I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah. yeah, and I think, like, in terms of, like, in terms of other boundaries and trusting people, I think I'm, I'm one who, when it comes to relationships, I think... I am easily, I am very, like, it's easy for me to let, let something, let my guard down in a way, but let my guard down in the way to get to know them. Not like, I'm gonna give you my, um, my whole hat, you know? Yeah. 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 So I think I, I think I've realized in romantic relationships, I am more okay to be vulnerable in certain situations if I know it's like for the good rather than 
you know friendships and everything like i i tend not to be so vulnerable which is really weird so interesting the other mm-hmm. way around it really is it really is takes um, a lot for me i'm working on yeah. it not yeah, saying i'm that. there where i want to be but working on it <laughs> i feel that hmm yeah what about with your families though Ooh, so with my family right now at the age and lifestyle and <laughs> developmental stage that I am right now, I got no such thing as boundaries with my family. Same. Um, there are certain things that I think I do have. Like I have a lock on my door. Like I'm, I asked my mother to put a lock on my door. And I think it was more so because I personally needed like a privacy boundary with, with my family. Um, and but that doesn't mean that you know I won't open my door to my family at all and I think it's just as a peace of mind if I need to escape and like if my family knows that my door is locked it's because you know I need that moment right and they they'll 100% they respect that um but I think other than that I think I don't really have that many boundaries with my family um I think each relationship like each person in my family I have like a different set of like comfortability that's the word with each person in my family Mm -hmm. but I don't think I have like full set on boundaries with my family I think I feel like that's gonna come later on in life right same when I'm like moved out and stuff yeah yeah one boundary that I do want and I'm glad that you that you mentioned that um is I want more respect for my space and privacy because I think my family mm-hmm. does, but like I don't have a lock on my door, so people can just come in and out as they please, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. So I wish I had more like privacy around certain things mm-hmm. in my life. Um, that makes sense. There's that's- also that entitlement with your parents. I think that they mm-hmm. you know may need to know everything that's going on in your life and like I would like more boundaries around like I'll tell you what I need to tell you but you don't need to know every little thing everything yeah that. yeah For and sure. it's healthier that way too I feel and what it's, I think it's healthier that way too oh yeah I definitely think it is yeah I think with the with being and I think that's what I'm understanding with being in the house I feel like it might they might feel as though since you're under my roof you know exactly. you're not like you know you're still under under my roof so like there are no such thing as boundaries or like privacy right. is you know not a non- non-existent not- exactly but i think as we're growing as we're getting older we're starting to realize that you know there is there are a few things handful of things that you know i'm not gonna tell everything to my parents i'm not gonna talk about everything mm-hmm. to them um but you said that there are some boundaries that when you get when you get older that you want to establish. What are some other boundaries that you want to establish? Ooh, with your- I think um, I would say like more so along the lines of like the whole privacy thing. Like mm-hmm. maybe something is between my husband and I or like my kids or stuff like that. Um, in terms of privacy, though. Would you give, like, your siblings a key to your house? So, this is a great question, because I have a lot of siblings, and 
I was actually, I joke with this, with my sister all the time that she has, she's going to have a key to my house Mm -hmm. and I would have a key to her house. Um, And I think it's because of how the way we are with each other. Mm -hmm. I think with some of my other siblings, I will not give them a key to my house. But I think, I think the only exception of that would be my sister. And like, I probably would consider giving her a key to my house because I know that she will respect, you know, when it is the right time to come in and come out. Right. Yeah. Um, Especially since I am older than her. And I feel like if I, when I end up getting my own place, right. I think it will help for her to like, I need an escape. I'm going to go visit Jitsin. Right. Or, you know, I just want to go spend some time with her. You know, I'm going to sleep over her house and everything. I would personally love that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, I I do think, like, if anybody in my family, she would be the only one to have a key. Yeah. Because personally, I only have one sister. But you, you how do you feel about that? Because I know you got. Oh, you got, I would just give it to just my sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's good. That's good. Everyone else can, you know, schedule a time to visit. <laughs> Um, call ahead please call ahead exactly but Mm -hmm. like for our listeners like what would you say are some tips that you have to communicate your boundaries to people because we have them but like how do we tell people about them yeah so I especially with your friends what I'm learning also is that it's it's just good to be as honest as you can be up front right Yeah. And even if, even if it comes to a point where it's like, I'm going to tell you my boundaries, it might seem a little weird, it might seem a little off, but like, talk it through with them, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like, be okay with saying, hey, like, I've been feeling this type of way lately, you know, we talk all the time, but you know, let's establish or like, this is how I feel when I'm talking all hours of the night, right? And I feel like it's better for me if I'm talking to you, you know, at nine o'clock rather than like three o'clock in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And I think your your friends will be okay, should be should be okay with having that type of conversation right. um, with you. And so, but in terms of relationships, I would say um, when it comes to communicating boundaries, I, for me personally, where I am also, and this advice is coming from where I am in my life, I think you should reflect on what are some things that have made you uncomfortable for real? And I say that because there are times where you're probably in a situation that you might not fully feel, you will feel uncomfortable, but not express that you feel uncomfortable, not, you know, say something about it in that moment or say something even after. So I think you do owe yourself some time to kind of reflect on what are the real moments that I've actually felt uncomfortable why did I feel uncomfortable in that moment? Okay, you know, I felt uncomfortable when, you know, my significant other was talking about me while I'm there in front of all his friends, right? And that has happened to me. And so instead yeah. of saying, hey, like I'm uncomfortable in this situation, you know, then now I know moving forward, right? Okay, like if I'm in the midst of, I need to have that conversation with my significant other before that even happens, right? Right, yeah. So. I think we definitely owe ourselves that to like reflect on some of the moments that you actually felt uncomfortable. And three, the third, third piece of advice is um, just think about how you would want to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and like how how can you translate that into these different relationships in your life because at the end of the day they're all relationships with your family with your friends with you know your significant other how do you want to protect your heart but yeah exactly your heart your mind your body all of it exactly how about you okay summer walker (laughs) you know um my biggest thing is like you can't it's to know something that you don't communicate to them mm-hmm. like you, you just can't expect that so I love how you said like being clear and direct um for me like especially with like my parents like I like to say like use I statements mm. and I like to use like and instead of but so for example mm-hmm. instead of saying I love you but mm. I can't do that for you. I say, um, I love you and I don't like when you talk to me like this or mm. I love you and so-and-so. So I don't try to negate what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I try to say like, you know, it can be two things. Like I can love you and I can also not respect yeah. how you're treating me. Yeah. So I think that's been a big one for me. And then um, practicing being able to say no. Ooh, no, no, opening. not today, not tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No. So, um, and don't prolong saying no either. Cause I am so guilty of this. Like I'll prolong <laughs> the no, just say mm-hmm. no, you know, you're not going to do it. Don't say I'll think about it or maybe <laughs> don't even, don't even laugh. Dude, it's rude. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, like just be a front. No, mm-hmm. my schedule does not allow for that. Yeah. No, I have too much going on to do that. Like, why do we feel so bad about saying no all the time? Mm-hmm. So I think that's my biggest one. Um, but do you think that boundaries can change over time? I f- certainly do. I certainly do think boundaries can change. Because um, I've seen, and I, I think it's with my, um, with my friendships, with my, some of my close friendships. I've seen boundaries change within us, um, whether it's, you know, more boundaries or less boundaries. Um, I've seen them change. I've seen boundaries change within, like, my parents, to be honest. Yeah. And I, that is a great, personally, that was a great example that I've seen. So I definitely think boundaries can change because, but you have to be open to and willing to communicate those changes and boundaries mm. because you're changing yourself you know, although you might be in a relationship that you are, you've known someone for quote unquote, I've known you for so long, but you're an ever changing being. So today my boundary of, you know, I don't like PDA in two years, I can be okay with it or vice versa. Right. You know? So I think, I definitely think that they can change and just be open to communicating that change of your boundaries. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love this topic. <laughs> this was a great topic. <laughs> this was, it was, as uh, as we talked it out, I think it was a good topic. I was definitely very apprehensive about it because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I have boundaries at all. <laughs> right, right. But then I'm like, yeah, you do, girl, because you don't be talking to or doing everything with everybody. So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Anything else you want to add to the people? Yeah, I think just 
be more willing to listen to your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul. Because I think personally, I have let things go too often that they, you know, end up hurting me and I end up getting upset at the situation where I could have established a boundary right then and there. You know what I'm saying? So just make sure you're really listening to how you feel and being in tune with how you feel because that's how you set up boundary, right? It's not, in, it's not the sense of like, oh, I feel like I should, you know, it's like, I, this makes me uncomfortable or I don't like this or, you know, this doesn't sit right with me. So like, listen to your body when those moments happen or right, right. You know, when that happens in order for you to set, set those healthy boundaries so you can have healthy relationships and prospering relationships. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. So <laughs> boundaries, all 2020. All, yes. All the time. Just all the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. all the time. Thank you guys so much for yes. listening to this episode. Um, we want to hear about your, your boundaries. boundaries. Yep. Mm-hmm. So make sure to follow us on Instagram and let us know at Life Goes On Podcast and on Twitter at Life Goes On Pod. P O D. we appreciate y'all listening share with a friend this episode if you need to start establishing some boundaries share this episode with them you know it'll give them a hint (laughs) it'll give them a great hint but thank you so much for listening you all we appreciate you yes we'll see you on our next episode stay blessed